Welcome, my friends, to the Following the Spirit podcast. This is a podcast where we'll cover topics from wellness to business to homeschooling to inspiration in hard seasons and so much more. We are living in a crazy world right now, but staying connected to one another and God helps calm the crazy. So buckle up and let's get right to it. Hello, friends. I am excited to be back here with you again today. And today we're going to be talking about mixed emotions. And I can't imagine anyone here knows what I'm talking about because this is just me that feels mixed emotions. Just kidding. I think it's a pretty natural thing. And as I was pulling my social media following, I found out that so many people experience it. Some people have learned better how to Uh, hold space for both of the emotions. Others of us, myself included, are still kind of working through that and trying to figure out the best ways to do that. So today we're going to talk a little bit. I'm going to share a definition. I'm going to talk a little bit about my experience and then some tactical tips for how we can move through these feelings and pray through these feelings instead of feeling stuck and not able to move forward. So Holding space for two different emotions can be really challenging. So think about an experience that you've had where you felt happy and sad. For me, happiness that I married my best friend was one of the best days I had in, in my entire life at that point. Yet I was also really sad that my dad was not alive to meet him. I was really sad that my dad wasn't there to walk me down the aisle. While I'm beyond grateful my grandfather was, it was really hard finding happiness in that moment, although I was very happy in that moment, if you can understand that. So as I was doing research for this episode, I came across the word ambivalence, and I've heard that word so many times and never quite understood it. So I looked up the definition, and the definition is a state of having simultaneous conflicting reactions, beliefs, or feelings toward an object. It hit me... (laughs) to my core, that that's exactly how I feel a lot of times. There's a lot of moments where I feel overwhelmed by the emotions. I could explain a similar experience around having my children. It was a blessing that I had all of the amazing family and friends that were there when we gave, when I gave birth to my son and daughters and daughter. It was also very sad that my dad, again, wasn't there to see them. In those moments, it was hard to kind of hold the line of like, okay, I feel happy, but I also feel sad. And so I would either have really, really happy moments or really, really sad moments. And I would get very judgmental of myself being sad about having a baby and my dad not being there. I'd I'd beat myself up. I'd think I was such a bad person because you should be so happy. You have these two beautiful children. Some people don't get the opportunity to do this, like all of those things. But then when I didn't feel sad (laughs) that my dad wasn't there, I felt like "You're, you're a monster. Like your own dad doesn't get to meet his grandchildren and all of the feelings just would, would overwhelm me. And I would go into shutdown mode. So I recently, more recently, obviously, my children are seven and eight and a half, and I've been married for 10 years. <laughs> I had to think about that one. Um, I've been married for 10 years now, and so I have had many experiences between then and now that have been very, 
I guess I've had a lot of ambivalence towards those situations. So one that was recent was I was really frustrated that my thoughts were so jumbled and noisy. I couldn't silence anything. Yet I was excited that I was continuing to learn and that I was able to take that moment of frustration and turn it into a learning and that I could keep trying to find ways to quiet the noise. I was grateful to be able to remind myself that it's okay, not good or bad, but it's okay. Because at the end of the day, when this happened, it was very recently within the last week. And for the first time, and as long as I can remember, I was able to hold both of the feelings. I was able to be so frustrated, write in my journal, be upset with myself, be frustrated with it, but also hold the space of, but it's okay. It's not good or bad. It doesn't have to be labeled one way or the other. It's just how I'm feeling right now. And I'm really excited to be able to move forward. So a few tactical things that really helped me when those mixed emotions came up that really allowed me to dive into that was one, I was able to observe my feelings. I didn't judge them. I didn't say they were good or bad. I didn't put any uh, I didn't put any quality, I guess, on them. It was just like, okay, these are the feelings I'm feeling. Move along. Then I was able to pause, take time to reflect, and be okay with pausing, not panicking. Now that's easier said than done. There are moments where I still have panic and I still get really overwhelmed and I still just want to shut down. And I still do, don't get me wrong. But I was able to just stop. Today was actually a great example of a day where I didn't wake up on time. I typically wake up around 4.30, and I did today, and then my daughter wanted to get up with me, and I knew that that meant that my husband wasn't going to be sleeping in any later than 4.45, and so I was like, oh, I'll lay with her for a couple minutes, and I fell back asleep, and it was it was great. I definitely used all of that extra sleep, and I'm so glad that I was able to snuggle with her. But I was also really frustrated because I missed out on my entire morning routine. I was three hours later than I usually get up. I missed this and I missed that and I was frustrated. But I wasn't holding the space for how excited I was that I got to snuggle with her. And I got to sleep an extra three hours than I usually get. Like, and, and so I took a pause and I regrouped and I didn't panic. And I observed what was happening. And the last thing, number three, was I talked about it. Now, number three is talk or don't. You know yourself. The biggest thing for me, for everyone to know when I speak, a very important value is we are all individuals. We all have different needs. We all have different um, things that will connect with us, right? So the reason I created this podcast was because talking is very cathartic for me. So I decided I'd share where I'm at and how I'm moving forward as a means to support others while also supporting myself. So today, when I was struggling with this, I almost didn't do my recording. And then I realized, why not? This is the perfect time because I am feeling a little lower than usual. I'm feeling a little, dare I say, depressed. Like I was definitely having some of those like, why do I even bother getting up in the morning? Why do I do this? Why do I do that? that kind of doomsday feeling, yet I'm so excited to see my growth. I'm so excited to be here talking to you guys, but there's still that ambivalence going on. And 
as I speak through this with you, it is healing for me. As I talk through it out loud to you guys and to my friends that I spoke to about it today, it's really helpful. But for many people, talking can actually keep them in a state of freeze and unable to move forward because they're constantly talking about the negative feelings. So let's say depression is is a really big thing. And I am not saying depression as in clinical depression, but for me, I get a little bit more depressed closer to my period. That's just how my cycles work. There's a difference between clinical depression and that kind of de- feelings of depression, right? If I talk about that too much, you, I can get in my head and I can start to feel that, but I do really well to talk it out. Other people can get so into that, that that's the only feeling they can feel and they have a hard time seeing anything else. And so they actually need to just go to a place where they're not talking, where they're not having any input, where they're just quietly feeling these feelings, observing them, pausing and taking the time to reflect and not talking. As I said, I want us all to remember that we have our own individual learning styles, healing styles, discovery styles. And so you need to think about what works better for you. So it's very important to know yourself so that you can move forward. Find a way to talk if that's what you need or don't if you don't think that would help. There were very specific people I reached out to today, one of them through a voice message because I just needed to get my my thoughts out and it helped. Another person I sent a text message to and it helped. I'm here talking to you guys and it is helping me, but I'm not judging all the things I didn't get done today. I'm not feeling guilty about any of that. I'm not allowing those mixed emotions to overwhelm me. I am observing them, pausing and talking. So step one, observe your feelings and don't judge. Step two, pause, take time to reflect and be okay that you're pausing. Don't panic. It's going to be okay. And step three, talk or don't depending on what you need. I hope this has been helpful for you today. And if you know somebody that struggles with holding space for multiple emotions or maybe yourself, please don't hesitate to reach out, share this episode with them, because I really do feel that the more we talk about it, the more we hear about it, the more we help one another, the better we will be. At the end of the day, let's take a deep breath in and breathe out, breath out, (laughs) and let's take a moment to pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity to have this ability to hold multiple feelings. While it can be something that is challenging, when we come to you and we remember that these feelings are okay, good, bad, or indifferent, doesn't matter. They are okay. You created us to be people with feelings and we are meant to feel them and to move through them and to pray through them. I ask that you help all of the wonderful people listening today and all of the people that will listen in the future, help them to be able to pray through the things, to observe their feelings and not be judgmental of them because they are things of you. Some of them are more conflicting than others and that might be the enemy trying to sneak in, but at the end of the day, you are there with them. Help them to pause, take time to reflect and be okay with that. Know that you call us to rest and help them to know that you want us to rest. And allow them space to talk or not, whatever is best for them and help them to know that you are there always for them to talk. I pray this all in your son's precious name. Amen. 
Thank you for tuning in to Following the Spirit. My gratitude for you is immense. If something today made you think of a friend, please share it. You never know how it could impact them, but if God put them on your heart, I'm guessing there's a reason for it. Also, I love hearing how this show has impacted you. So please, if you feel inclined, take a few minutes to leave a review. Many blessings to you and your family, and until next time, make it a great day.